All right, we didn't do we didn't do dates last time, but we probably should have. Do you want to just Conco? Let's do them, but do them real quick because we've got to start this episode really soon. All right, we do. March 30th, Newcastle Pro Wrestling at Charlestown Bowling Club, which is now just called Club Charlestown. Tickets at NewcastleProWrestling.com.au. Then on April 6th, New Pro returns at Maitland. Tickets available at NewcastleProWrestling.com.au. Then Wrestling Go, let the games begin. Rudy Hill School of Arts. Tickets at Eventbrite.com.au. That's the exact same day. Oh my goodness! But then on April 13th, FWA Fear of the Dark. If you like Iron Maiden, you should probably go to that show. It's at Five RSL. Tickets at Moshticks.com.au. Then Wrestling Go, Go Olympic Games. Three, Blacktown RSL tickets at eventbrite.com.au. That's on April 27th, but on April 28th, I return to Blue Mountains for wrestling for Ironfest. That's at the Tony Lucini Sports Ground in Lifco. Tickets available at ironfest.net. If we went too fast, just go to conquerthefudge.com slash dates and they'll be there. Or listen back to this really, really slowly. Yeah, not the show. <laughs> As the familiar tune picks in Conquer, I can finally relax, catch my breath. Yes. That was a marathon getting through those dates. Well, yeah, I don't know those are the fastest we've ever done the dates. Yeah, but think of all the time we save. Think of all the things we can do with that time we save, like spend more time talking this introduction. Exactly. But then again, we don't know how much time we have until our mystery guest arrives. Ooh. Ooh, until then, it's just a regular catch-up on another episode of Conco. I'm a little out of practice with this. Conco. And the fudge. And, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, we are a little out of practice, but you know what? We've done that many episodes where we go, oh, it's been so long since we did a show. Just like getting Let's back in a bicycle. Just, Man, it's yeah. routine by now. It is. It's routine for us to be out of routine, I should say. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a little louder here at uh, Star Bar this evening, right? Are they trying yeah. to wash us out? I guess so. <laughs> they, did they know we were coming? I, maybe. We should have arranged with them beforehand to turn down the I'd just be like, catch. hey, can you just uh, yeah, turn it over, t- turn it down in the Conk on the Fudge booth? We can just make up for it by being obnoxiously loud ourselves, which I usually we, am most we, of the time. Yeah. You cracked me up the other night uh, at, at PWA. I can't remember what... It was something bef- right before you went out the curtain. I can't even remember what it was. Okay. Well, I don't remember you what I had for breakfast today, so there's no chance I'm remembering yeah. that shit. It was something like, I just was like, oh, stay safe. And you were like, thank you, God bless. And oh, then I, man, just what killed, have I become? I don't know. <laughs> it was, and you were, yeah. I just started saying God bless a bunch really ironically, and now I can't stop. It's like, you know when people started dabbing, and then they just started dabbing all the time, or Not saying it. yeet, and uh, now it's just part of their, it's just something they say every day now. Hey, uh, something you mentioned to me today... I did. ...was a sign mm. you saw at MCW. Yes. So I have two things to bring up about signs. Uh, actually, I guess three. First, let's start with the congratulatory signings of former guest of the show, uh, Jonah Rock, and uh, to Elliot Sexton, a.k.a. Brendan Vink, a.k.a. Eric Coitus, <laughs> who, when I reached out to him to congratulate him said that there had been an Eric Coitus sign uh, at their final appearance in MCW. So to you out there uh, listening down to Victoria, we very much appreciate uh, the little callback to our episode. Gosh, it would have been about a year and a half ago, maybe two years. Isn't when, that whenever that NXT the reach tool. of this podcast. Yeah. And yeah, this podcast really serves as a time capsule. If you go back and listen to that episode... We yeah. were just kind of fantasy booking our Aussie guys getting into NXT, and now it's legitimately happened. They're just there. So, uh, yes, well done to Jonah Rock and to Eric Coitus, who I'm sure once he makes the main roster will just be shortened to Coitus. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, I had another thing I wanted to bring up about signs that I didn't run by you today. You mean like the movie with Mel Gibson no, about the it, aliens exactly from Exactly like the movie with Mel Gibson. Like, uh, why are the aliens in that movie, they, they can't come into contact with water, but most of the atmosphere on this planet is water. What's the deal with that, Conco? Huh? What is the deal with that? <laughs> I've, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've maybe seen these too when watching an episode of... Uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't watched any Raw or SmackDown lately. But like pay-per-views, like I, I think I, I watched Fastlane and the Rumble and stuff. You mean like there are less signs in the audience, or there are? But I've noticed there are these giant heads. Oh, that's been going on for a while. Oh yeah, but uh, I, I think every now and then something like that I'll see and I'll think like, hey, that's something I'd 
appreciate seeing <laughs> out at Max Watts you or in Charlestown. More giant heads? I want to see some giant heads. <laughs> so, listeners, if you would like to see, or if you would like to uh, go to the trouble, because I don't know how you would do it. Um, I guess you'd have to print it out and then cut it out. Well, they would first need a high res, I guess, image of their favorite. Uh, wrestler's face yeah so if that's something you're interested in uh, I guess we could make our big fat heads available for download we can <laughs> Somehow. we can definitely help you out yeah yeah. if you'd like to get I'd like to look at it and, and see a big surprise looking this is very much uh, you scratch my back I'll scratch your back scenario we'll get we'll supply you with the image if you make the giant if head. you go ahead and, and get a big giant head printed up uh, if you have a, a specific favourite um We'll, we'll have to run it by them. Say, do you mind if we crop out your big head <laughs> and email it to this fan? So, uh, yeah, that was just something I was thinking about today. I'd like to see some big heads. But we don't have time to think because oh. here comes the gimmick table. Oh. Barging right in, as per usual. Taking no... T- not taking no for an answer. He doesn't take no for an answer. No. I don't think that table ever gets told no, but here it is. Oh. What, what kind of stuff you got in there, Conco? I have. Well, we've got the last few remaining uh, Conco and the Fudge comic books, volume one. Only, I think, about six left. Wow. Get in while you can. Yeah, exactly. And the very first run of Black Shirt Cool Group. Hot selling items. is about to run out too. I believe it's only uh, small, medium, large, two XLs available everything else is out so get on that while you're getting on that get on my brand new punch or butts t-shirt that's a good shirt it's a great shirt possibly my favorite shirt i've had today um i have plenty of sizes in stock but unfortunately i think i'm out of 2xl and 3xl if you're interested in those might have to reorder some i have my last ever garbage man shirt in medium take out the trash in style before it's too late. Of course, at any show, I will also have my delicious, nutritious chocolate swole bars. I had my me. first one for the other, for the first time the other day. What'd you think? Loved it. People always ask great. me, do these chocolate bars taste good? And I'm like, of course they, they taste good. good. If they didn't, they would have no resale value. Yeah. I was, uh, I was thoroughly fulfilled. I'm glad fulfilled? to hear it. Yes, fulfilled by yeah. the snack I gave you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. We should probably plug out Big Cartels. Well, we should. Uh, I'm at bigfudge.bigcartel.com. That's where you can purchase those shirts. I of those designs. And ours is at uh, blackshirtcoolgroup.bigcartel.com. And, boy, they've really uh, dropped the bass on us. They sure have. Just Getting as that, as, funky up in here. As the table makes its way out. Uh... So how's the run for Sanitation Commissioner? Yeah, man. Oh, boy, it's still happening. May 10. I'm excited. This thing's finally coming to a head. Please vote for me. I need all the support I can get. I, uh, I did appreciate that you, uh, you responded very positively to my uh, nice softballs I threw you during the Twitch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I really, yes, that, yeah. that made my life a lot easier. Good. But you know what? Sanitation Commissioner, it's important to me, but I really want to bring up the hard pressing issues here. I don't know if you mm. notice this about me right now. I have a haircut. No, I've noticed. Yeah. Can we talk about this haircut? Is this, a, is this today? No, this was like yesterday. Right. And the reason why I want to talk about this haircut is because I've been going to this barber for probably two or three years now. Right. And the first haircut I ever got from this dude, $12. Right. I kept going. I remained loyal to him. I liked the way he cut my hair. And then eventually he raised the price to $14. And then it wasn't too long before he raised the price to $15. Every time I was handing him a $20 bill, I was getting back less and less change. The time before this haircut, it was $18. And then when I handed him $20 yesterday, he just took it and said, thanks for your business. I paid $20 for this haircut. Now, I started analyzing this situation. I was wondering if I was being really petty. I don't know if this guy's screwing me or not. Oh, no, he's screwing you. But I then would, when I really start analyzing it in my head, I... You know what? It's like if you explore other prices, they're all about 20 anyway or 25. Yeah. 
I have so no idea because like, I've been going to this guy for three years, and before that, I yeah. think I had long hair or something. So, yeah. But I don't know. I felt I felt very like George Costanza in my outrage to the situation. But then I start thinking about like every week we have a show, and then after the show, I'll go to McDonald's and I'll easily spend twenty dollars so I can eat a meal that lasts me less than twenty minutes. <laughs> and this haircut that's going to last me a long while. I'll yeah. get some longevity out of this. Mm. I am outraged by the fact that this guy charged me $20. I actually can't remember the, like how much I paid for the last haircut that I had. But it's been a while since yeah, I've had a haircut. You're, you're so. getting that long, wild, untamed it's, hairdo. Yeah, yeah. So, But uh, that was also at the time, like my last hairdresser that I had uh, was this unbelievably stunning girl who like I couldn't actually make the barber small talk because (laughs) I was just you know you can't talk pretty girl yeah basically (laughs) maybe that's why I had to stop going uh, to the hairdresser (laughs) just to save my poor bank account but uh, that was probably a good call yeah so how about this mystery guest? This is a concept, a new concept we're introducing this show. We've talked about it for a while. We have. We've thrown it around. And I felt like, I pitched it to you today, I was like, can we make this the mystery guest episode? Because I wanted to use it for so long, yeah. and we haven't done an episode in a little while. It just felt perfect to make the anticipation for this episode even greater. Well, I'm glad we're doing it. Should we give away any clues before we start talking to the mystery guest? Nah. All right. You guys will figure it out real soon. That's it. I'm sure there's more catching up we can do in the meantime because it has... We've Well, last episode we did was uh, Diego's last pod. In January. It was. After that, uh, well, uh, the following night there was Diego's last show. Yeah, that, that is Which correct. sort of uh, led into... I guess we had one more Maitland, one more... Uh, oh, there's, well, was PWA. There was Maitland and there was PWA on the Sunday. And then the Friday after that was Wrestling Go, which was his last match. There you go. So, uh, Diego, thanks again for being on the show. If you're listening over there, he messaged me today uh, saying oh, really? that he enjoyed the uh, Blackjack Cool Group promo that oh, that's is wonderful. part of the uh, Warburg vs. On Demand. So, And I'm assuming that by the time this pod comes out, that that will be available on pwaplay.com, so check that out. Some big stuff happening. We sold out of Max Watts. So we did, absolutely. That was, uh, Something that happened during our last recording yeah. when we were doing the intros for the Diego episode, mm-hmm. which I absolutely loved, Right, was when we were upstairs, and obviously there are a bunch of characters that kind of stopped by and mm-hmm. saw what we were doing. Before we even started recording, Matt Rogers just appeared, and he was like, what are you guys doing? And we told him, hey, we'll go do this podcast. And then he just kind of like stuck around and like right next to us. He wasn't necessarily paying attention to anything we did. But that very moment reminded me of the fact that I don't think I've ever seen Matt Rogers walk into a room. He oh, only he ever appears. appears. <laughs> it's like his match is up on the show. I'm like, is he around? Oh, shit, there he is. I didn't see him walk in through a door or anything. But he's here now. That's good. Sneaky Matt Rogers. Yeah. That's how he does it. <laughs> I, can't be- I, can't- I can't believe a guy his size you don't see coming. <laughs> I know. It's a real mystery to me. He's quite an enigma. There you go. Maybe we should... He's not our mystery guest. He's not. Way. We can rule him out. Yeah. Is there anyone else we can rule out as mystery guest? Uh, Diego. Diego. Uh, <laughs> Big Bird from yeah. Sesame Street is I mean, not we'll be, our we'll mystery guest. Day. Uh, talking about, I was talking, I was, uh, I was bringing up how we, I mean, to sell out at Max Watts. Yes, it's quite the, uh, quite the accomplishment. Yeah, that seems like mm. it's almost becoming the norm. It is a true reflection of the fact that that Max, those Max Watts shows are, oh, well, the Black Label shows are becoming the hottest ticket in town. Really, yeah, and uh, and it's awesome. I don't know if you noticed. They didn't sell out until your match was announced. Ah, Coincidence? uh, I think not. (laughs) Uh, It won't be long, honestly, until we need a bigger venue. Because if we keep having these sellout shows, we like there were many people that asked if they could purchase tickets the day of, and they were turned away, from my understanding. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Um, and, And apparently there was a few... 
uh, like messaging the page saying, oh, yeah. we're really disappointed. We were going to buy them the day of. And that's why we released the tickets for um, May 10th, once, yeah. time, once upon a time, and Max Watts early. And just a reminder to, uh, you know what, if, if you are ever planning to buy them at the door, don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daz. Of course. Can we bring up, can we talk about Daz? Yeah, for sure. Who uh, listeners may know he has us tattooed on him. Committed to that for he's, the rest of his life. He has. He's also I don't feel now so got. so bad now because he has a few, a fair few. He does. He has a Wahlberg him. Cup. He has a Ricky South. He has a Robbie Eagles. He's got now. Uh, a, the Velocities? He's got the Velocities as Simpsons characters and he's got. Uh, He's got Bonza and Moretti as uh, Homer and, and Krusty. Krusty the Clown. So he's got a lot of us on uh, on him for the rest of his life. But um, he he actually said, uh, he sent me a, a DM saying, you know, hey, mate, are you going to be out at the mezzanine? I'm, I'm, I've got something that you mentioned on the pod. And I was like, oh, I wonder what it could be. And I went out there. Head to toe, dressed in a suit. <laughs> it was PWA black tie, and uh, I was just blown away. And I knew that he would have just been sweating in it all day. And he do said, you know, "Oh yeah, he was." Do you know why he, he was in the suit? Because he, he went to the races. races. I know. And he, but then he felt like kicking on and exactly and going to the real classy show. The party never stops at PWA. Exactly. Mm. I feel like our mystery guest is gonna. I feel like pop our, up any second now. Yeah, I feel like our mystery guest might be lost. <laughs> that that might be the first clue to who our mystery guest is. There you go. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes they have trouble finding places. Sometimes they don't handle their alcohol too well. That's another clue potentially. We're painting a good picture here for this mystery <laughs> guest. <laughs> All right. Well, something else mm. I'll say positive about the mystery guest. Yeah. Every week at training, I see this guy rocking up. More than once, working hard. And that just seems like the standard for the PWA and UE Pro crew. But I feel like our mystery guest this episode is often forgotten about and overlooked. And that's one of the reasons I thought it'd be great to get them on. I didn't expect that it was going to be this much of a... We're going we're gonna to check if our mystery guest has uh, maybe wandered into <laughs> another building. <laughs> I'm a little worried that our mystery guest has actually gone they to... They might be at the, the Star, Star right? Casino. Yeah. yeah. Actually, another clue before we put down the mics. Mm. Our mystery guest loves a slap. Loves a slap? Loves a slap. Whether it's a check mm. or whether it's, you know, getting on the pokies. All right. Loves a slap. Loves a slap. Leave that up to the imagination until we find out who the mystery guest is. You know the, other, you know the one problem I'm just realizing with the mystery guest? What? Our listener can just... Fast forward. 15 forward, 30 forward, 15 forward. Th- I you know. hope they don't. They're missing You're out really on. cheating yourself out of the experience if you do that, aren't you? You just got to be patient. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to give things time. Exactly. This is this is long-term booking here on Conquer on the Fight. <laughs> We're building anticipation. <laughs> and, you know, you can't just get it all when you want it. So That might be a metaphor for something. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little distracted. Anyway, well, uh, we'll turn this off. We have to turn the third mic on anyway. Exactly. So uh, we'll be right back with our mystery guest. Who can it be now? Who can it be now? And we're back. <laughs> oh, we haven't told, we haven't told our, our, our mystery guest that they're a mystery guest. This is something we didn't inform you ahead of time mm. but uh, we thought we'd build this episode as a mystery guest episode if you're okay with that, nod so your silhouette on the artwork is just going to be uh, vacant WWE champion yeah. guy <laughs> from Twitter so. if you want maybe you can start talking to us but don't reveal who you are straight away and maybe some people will recognise your voice but maybe some people won't and the mystery will live on a little bit longer. There and then go. we can get to a point where we reveal who you are. Right at the end? Yeah. Maybe before that. Well, Dave and uh, Fudge, thanks for having me on here. That's okay. Yeah, I like, appreciate it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's finally time, hey, to be on the cock on the fudge. It is. It's your time. Hey, something I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, sure. Once upon a time, you told me you have a whole drawer in your house dedicated to me goring noodles. Yeah, that's right. Are you a fan of me goring noodles, Conco? Uh, not that much of a Not fan, that much? 
I think I might have a photo of my phone, but like, yeah, the entire drawer full. For our listeners. We'll post it up online for the, uh, the listeners later on. Well, here's what I was thinking today. I was on a train, and me goring is probably like one of the foods where I'd be happy to live off that. If I could pick one thing to eat for the rest of my life, me goring would be a high contender. It's so diverse. There's what what so do you guys think? What would be your picks if you could only pick one food to eat for the rest of your life? I'm, just because of the year I had last year, I'm going to say chips. Chips? Yeah, yeah. chips. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Carbohydrates. <laughs> Angie, you're a man that knows how to live. I mean, it's the same with me goring noodles. Mystery guest? I'd say um, probably sushi. I love sushi. Sushi's Actually, fantastic. that's a good answer. That's a good answer. That's, yeah. wow. It's wholesome. You can, there's different varieties as well. It, it, it encompasses a lot. It's, it does. It, it does. Yeah, it's the Is best. there any sushi in particular? that? I like the beef sushi. That's my favorite. Be- it's I don't know if I've ever tried beef sushi. You haven't tried beef sushi? It's always like fish or chicken. Oh, I'm a big really? fan of chicken katsu sushi because yeah, I'm a big fan of that too. I'm uh, white yeah. and basic. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, beef is the best though. It's got like the whole time mix as well. It's like just, it runs off the rice just beautifully. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, Dave? I do. You do? Audience, listener, who do you think it is? And we can't hear your answer. So, we might as well just say, welcome to the show, Kai Drake. Hey. Wow, yeah. hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, yeah. <laughs> it's good today, I got a massage, had a lady step on me. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm very sore right they now. They were unrelated incidences, right? They were, yeah. <laughs> very unrelated, yes, but yes, I had a good massage today. I, was I like, need to get yeah. more massages, because I feel terrible all the time. Yeah, just investing in sort of like, yeah, just recovery invest of yourself. Invest in yourself. Invest yeah. in yourself. I invest started going to physiotherapy. Invest in pud, invest in your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I started going to physiotherapy early this year. Year yeah, to get massages, mm-hmm. and then it's like I'd feel really good for an hour, and then feel terrible afterwards. It's so the I nap after it. that kills you, though. It's a nap after because you wake up, you'll be like, "Oh, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, this everything hurts. Not good." Are you a man that loves naps, Kai Drake? I love my naps. I can sleep anywhere. I have to try really hard not to call you your shoot name during this podcast yeah. because you're. Oh, someone- don't worry, he's got no problem doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. Something I always refer to you as. Exactly. You're one of those guys where I don't call you your, your wrestling name. Yeah. I always call you by your shoot name. Even still, for me, it's like Kai Drake is a separate personality to who I am as well. Yeah, so for he's, sure. He's who is on in the ring. He's like, yeah, he's a different sort of personality. I've also just fallen more into calling you Dry Cake exactly. because Ooh. it's a great nickname. Dry Cake. I, I think maybe Jude the Dude London was the one that um, coined that name. Yeah, it spreads like wildfire, doesn't it? It did, hey, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, it just happened one weekend, and then everyone was calling you that. Every time I see Gambino now, he's like, oh, dry cake, how you going? It spreads yeah, like the plague. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so, something else I want. I, just, I have so many Kai Drake moments. <laughs> just memories Amazing. and stuff. Yes. And something that happened recently at a Mick Moretti party. Oh. I don't even know if you remember this. I, I just wanted remember. to bring it to your attention. I do not remember. So Ricky Sapp was on the barbecue. He was cooking oh. up some snacks. He was cooking up a couple steaks. Oh, come on. One was for Bonza. One was for Ricky. So Bonza gets his steak, and Ricky starts cooking his steak. And then he finishes it. He puts it on a plate. Then Kai Drake immediately comes by, picks it up with his bare hands, and bites into it. <laughs> well, uh, But you're just accumulating mass. <laughs> Right? Accumulating mass, yeah. I thought they were communal steaks. But there was only one steak. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was communal steaks. So why <laughs> why <laughs> didn't you look at the plate? The lone communal steak. <laughs> I thought it was communal steak. It was like, oh, like, you know, okay. Like you. Communal steak, fair yeah. enough. But why did you pick it up with your bare hands and bite into it? Wait, was it on the grill still? No, it was no. on. You <laughs> took it up and you put it on. Because I was plate. like, if he was doing that, he's just showing no. off how much of a man he is. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, like. Well, I grabbed it and I was like, I'm going to take two bites out of this and I'll give it to someone else like to pass it on. Like, I thought it was a communal steak, but I, I was wrong, I think. So So would it work like everyone gets a bite out of the steak then? Yeah, or everyone like, gets a bite or two. Okay. It's fresh. Now I'm understanding where medium. Like, from. that's what I thought it was from. But. See, if I knew that, I would have taken a bite from that steak as well and then you wouldn't have gotten so much heat from Ricky before. Everyone yelled at me after. I was like, oh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, Kai Drake. Yes. I have to say your whole name as well because I don't think... I can't just call him Kai. What do you think, Conco? I got no problem with What's that. What's his first name? Okay, Kai. Whatever you're comfortable with. You're the interviewer. It's on you. You're the host. 
So it's your show, brother. The co-host. The co-host. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been wrestling a little while now. Yes, I have. And it all started. People might not know this about you at uh, the Lance Storm Training Academy. That's correct. Yeah. So pretty much like straight after high school, I um I signed up to uh, go to Lance's. Um, day after the HSA, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like when I was like like at library, like studying for like you know all the tests and stuff at school. All I was thinking about was wrestling, 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 wrestling. What part of the country did you grow up in, though? Because I was in Sydney, always in Sydney. Oh, you were always in Sydney. Always in okay. Sydney, yeah. It's weird because people think I was from like Brisbane, I think, or Melbourne. Or well, because it was Todd Eastman that like reached out to me and is like, "Hey, there's, you got to look out for this guy, Kai Drake." Mm. Uh, I thought that like, oh, he must be moving down from Queensland or something. Oh, yeah. So that was what. Yeah. No, so like, yeah, I started from Lancers and I came to like, so Lancers was a whole experience in itself as well. Like, whole three months of like being like a fresh 18 year old kid, it's it's something like just to move away from like family and stuff like for the first time, it's to Canada. It's, it's very, very, very different. Yeah. Like, yeah, sort of fending for yourself, it just grows you up really, really fast in that sort of sense. And what made you make the decision to get your training over there? Well, back then, I thought in my head, it was like, if you want to do something like right, like be educated right, you got to go from like the best and like the most reputable school as well. So from what I heard from everyone else, like from like podcasters, like and wrestlers alike, they always like recommended Lancers as well to get your fundamentals correct. And you're not the only Australian that's done that. There are a few Australians that have started. Yeah, there's quite a few. I nearly did it. Really? Before I started training, I emailed Lance and he basically, and I said, should I train here until I have enough to go over there or should I just save up and he said it's best to not develop any bad habits so just start here exactly was yeah. his response yeah but then the thing is it's like we had like bombshell bogo over and she was like it's pretty much what we do here but it was over three months exactly a year like yeah. we, we don't do anything we don't teach bad habits like that's it's, yeah yeah it's something that's developed like from like you know sort of like p- passing down of like I guess like Mikey Broderick taught you guys as well, like once in the PWA. Yeah, and Mikey yeah. Broderick and Sean O'Shea yeah. early on in the there beginning was an, of PWA. Yeah, there was an early yeah. crew with like them and uh, uh, Lightning Luke Watts. Yes, yeah, exactly, went over yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah, they like so they they pass them down as well, like the techniques and that shit. Like, but yeah. here's the thing with the Lance Storm School. Yeah, I'm not knocking it because I I'm sure it's a great school, mm. but for the longest time it was the only school people were talking about. And I think now that we're really in like the hardcore indie generation of wrestling, hmm. there are a lot more uh, reputable wrestling schools out there. And just because I guess the, <laughs> you the said, growth of you said the reputable the internet, very very fast there, and I thought you said rectable. So I was no, like, Rec- what? There you go. Sorry, <laughs> so not to, I'm still going quick from those you dates are. we did before. <laughs> Sorry, let's just turn it into an episode of Congo Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an old that's a throwback. That's a real throwback. Wow. <laughs> Listen to the older episodes; will really pay off now. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Lancers, though, it's I'd say it's best for the fundamentals and stuff like that. Like, if you it'll give you a crash course in the fundamentals of like professional wrestling, though, it won't teach you like he will teach you like psychology and stuff, and like it's very. Uh, WWE based There's only so much You can do in three months As well Exactly yeah It's like a very hot Crash course But like I feel as though Being associated with the name As well Like being trained by Lance As well Helps me out In my beginnings as well Like within this Like Sydney wrestling Australian wrestling In that sort of sense I've heard um, Part of the Lance Storm Training is At the end He gives you like Brutal feedback. He gives you like an analysis. Yeah, it's private. It's one on one, and he just tells you like his honest to god. Oh, opinion. geez, yeah. And I've heard he's like ruined some people. He's told some people that they weren't made out for wrestling. Yeah, and they should quit. <laughs> he goes hard on some people. He says he's like from not from my class, but like from previous classes as well. He said like you need to get out, <laughs> like yeah. straight up, like stern. Like you need you need to s- stop. I'm all about that. Yeah. Because there, there is still people that I'm like, you should be <laughs> still yeah. on the other side of the barricade. Exactly, like, yeah. Not to be mean, but yeah, no. some people just don't even have quite, like cognitive understanding and social skills and mm-hmm. just like... And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's a lot less of them these days than there was. It's, we're a lot I, more lenient yeah. now, like... Because Lance Storm yeah. weeded them all out. Yeah, Damn right. But no, no. I think at least when it comes to here, it's that tryout process. Yeah. Where, because usually they maybe don't have the physical stuff ticked off either. Exactly. I think the biggest stuff, thing so. is the cardio conditioning. The cardio conditioning. Yeah. Is if like you a, don't have yeah. the cardio, 
like before I came to PWA as well, I think my cardio was awful. Like, yeah. I used to, like, I only started training at PWA in 2016. Like, yeah, I, that sounds so about right. Before, like, before, like, um, yeah, I started training there, like, my cardio was pretty weak, but then, yeah, it gives you, like, a, like, once you, like, take a Moretti session, for instance, like, oh boy. You need, like, Moretti kills people. Moretti kills Which is funny people. now because Moretti, years ago, and he'll admit this too, his cardio was deceivingly terrible because he looked like he could go, bucks, yeah. but he'd come backstage and just be, <gasps> oh, like, and I'd be like, Has he just he? always had a six pack? Yeah. Fuck him. Metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> How do you rate, uh, I guess, the ongoing training at the PWA Academy? Just because I know that there are. You know, there's guys like yourself. There'll be like a Sam Osborne who's trained over at Santino's exactly, yeah. and Jackson Kelly who's sort of been over at uh, Black, and, Black Brave. and Brave who get their starts elsewhere, yep. come here and uh, I would imagine, not to speak for them, would go, oh, this is actually really good. Yeah, like, that's... This, <laughs> so, like, if you don't know about Australian wrestling, like, what, four or five years ago, like, Nobody heard anything from Australian wrestling besides like the Eagles sort of like the Eagles family and stuff. But the Billy Kays and Exactly yeah. and Peyton Royces as well, but mm. other than that, like I think there wasn't much traction. It wasn't too long ago that like more bad things about Australian wrestling were heard than good things. Exactly, probably, yeah. To be really blunt. No, like, you're you're hundred yeah. percent right, yeah. Like there was no like sort of sound coming out and like no one really like left Australia to like go overseas that like like sort of big names and stuff like if you're a fan and you only watch the WWE or New Japan even now like before even New Japan was a thing like you didn't really hear that many people like getting out of this bubble yeah. and like you don't know about the training set like you don't really know unless you have sort of that rapport which Australian wrestling didn't have that time but now and I think that a lot of people looking to train mm. because there isn't that sort of like yeah look now there are way more yeah. There's, you know, the mighty, and, and there's, yes. you know, like we discussed earlier on this episode before you got it, yeah. uh, Joan and Sexton, and there are actually people up there making these strides. You're but seeing results. For, yeah, so there is going to be those people that go, oh, well, I wonder where they started, and then do their research and, exactly, and yeah. do the sort of backwards journey and, the and, tree and, and, then, tra- yeah. and train it back to there. Mm. But I know for myself anyway, <laughs> as a, you know... A, 20 year old or 20, you know, 19 year old that was thinking of going to Lancers, yeah. that the thought was, well, I'm already better than these guys here because they clearly haven't gone anywhere. Of course, yeah, that's, that's the, it's, yeah, it's like, it's sort of like an arrogance sort of thing. Like, I went over here, so that means I'm better than you, but not really though. Like, you want to sort of like, you know, elevate everyone. And now that's it's just not knowing about what we got here. Exactly, yeah, it's that's not knowing like. All comes back to why we do the show. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and why we say the dates. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think the PWA school is in good hands. It's at a point now where we're moving training facilities to a company for the fact that oh, we have yeah. such big numbers. Like every sort of week, we only go through at least 50 people that just come in the doors and stuff. It's it's crazy. Like, And I think the Newey Pro School has to be pretty healthy as well, considering there are great guys coming up like mm. Dazza and Parker Thomas. Oh, for sure. It's like... Yeah. We're, pretty, we're pretty lucky to be in a crew we're in. It's really fortunate as well, because like... We can train every single day of the week if we want to as well, like here. Yeah. Some people only yeah. run like once a week and stuff. But That's like we it. Can that really was what it was yeah. when I started. It was like if we basically had Saturday and if we wanted, we would have to like arrange something to exactly. get a key have on a Friday night. Have a pre-arrangement to like... And that was that. Like, It's the best time to be a professional wrestler in Australia though. Like yes. dead set. That's what I believe. I wholeheartedly believe that as well. I'm very jealous that you're starting or you're getting your start. Exactly, yeah. Right at this time. So we started talking about 2016. Yeah. Uh, that's where I met you. Yeah. Oh. We met at Blue Mountains Pro Wrestling. We did, we did. Conco, I don't know if you know this. I did not care for Kai Drake at all when I first met him. I thought oh, you were about boy. to say you did not care for Blue Mountains Pro Wrestling, but go well, on. Well, I'm going back there, so I've got to care to some extent. Blue Mountains Pro Wrestling is the reason... I mean, that was the start of this podcast. We recorded our first attempt of a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. At Blue Mountains Pro Wrestling. Do you remember? Or was that Young? We d- yeah. That was it. It never came out, but that was the first Conquer in the Fudge. It was another un- unheard episode of this show. So I hold, I hold Blue Mountains dear in my heart. 
I did not hold Kai Drake dear in my heart when I first met him. <laughs> oh boy, that was that was an experience. It was a while ago, and obviously my opinion has changed now. Oh. But back then, when you were breaking into the scene, I think you really wore the Lance Storm Training Academy on your sleeve because did, you didn't yeah. have anything else. Exactly, yeah. And that rubbed me the wrong way. It did. And I remember yeah. we had that pre-show match. That was and it was the shit. And the highlight of that match, what do you remember the spot? Was it the run spot? Like it the was elbow, the run spot. the elbow spot. Yeah, so me spot. and Kaya Drake tagged oh, the first time I met him yeah. against Blue Steel, Judah Dude London, and his old tag partner, Nick Crowley. That's right, Mr. Crowley. And if you've watched tag team wrestling before, you might I, have I seen have. Have to be on the, the classic spot where the good guy wrestler hits the rope and the bad guy wrestler that's not legal on the apron puts up his knee and hits the good guy wrestler the when he's hitting the, the ropes <laughs> to distract him so the bad guys can gain control. So Kai Drake tried to run <laughs> that spot. And, you know, pretty fr- that was probably within, like, your first that was like handful my, of matches. I think that was my first tag match on a show. Like, yeah. not even on a show. Like, yeah. I think you probably had less than, like, five, six matches at that Seems point. Seems simple yeah, enough. Exactly but right. the timing is imperative. It's like, ooh. Huh. So what actually happened was you didn't look to the ropes that um, the bad guy wrestler was at, which was Nick Crowley, who was on the apron. So you hit the opposite ropes, and then Nick Crowley sees this and panics, and then it was an awkward occurrence of him kind of scrambling around, and and you realizing the mistake had happened. And I think after that, I was like, oh, who is this fucking guy? Went to Lance Storm's (laughs) Academy, can't get the spot right. Yeah. And then I actually remember, like, that night, like, bonding with Robbie because Robbie wasn't fond of you either back then. And I know he's fond of you now, but because you kept getting his name wrong, I think you kept calling him Jason. Oh, that's because of... Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So here me and Robbie are at Macca's being like, fuck this Kai Drake guy. Who does he think he is? (laughs) And obviously... You've come a long way since then, and my opinion has changed greatly of, it, of you. Back then, I didn't think you were the type of guy you are now. And you, oh, you're I so think, sweet. <laughs> I think you're a very lovable guy. I think you're a very hardworking guy. Oh, thank but you. But that's where it all began. That's where that's how we met, and it's like, oh, this is something. <laughs> it's just interesting to see sometimes how things can change, I just guess. those uh, first impressions. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm. Sometimes yeah. you get a bad first impression of someone. I'm you sure, write them off. I'm sure I've given plenty. Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. me too. You know, probably all of us. We're humans. We're human beings. Bad impressions are. Yeah. I think, but like, yeah, you just change, it changes over time. The more you see people, I suppose. Yeah. For sure. So we had that bad match then. But actually, like, we've had some matches I'm really We've had of. good matches, man. Like, the Call of Arms match. Conquer, you were there as well. I was that in tag it. match. Yeah, yeah. I'm very fond of that match. It's only a short little nugget of a match. But, it, but I think it's really fun. I think right. it does its trick on the card. It, it was, was. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was outstanding. <laughs> I, think outstanding. You, I think. I think you're. Un- I think you're underselling it. Um, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Conquer on the Fudge versus Luchi Kai. That was probably one of my favorite matches of uh, 2018. To be honest, yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, I agree absolutely. as well. Like I had, I had some big tag matches in 2018. But that one. <laughs> that did. one. That one was up there. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the Bucks a- have nothing on that shit. No. Uh, <laughs> No, because it was uh, Max Watts is a very cool. It was new territory, and it was like right from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's a special thing. We we tried to initiate him. Remember? We, we yeah. Threw out the, we we tried to turn you over to the to the to the what? to the light side. I don't know what we did, yeah. but we threw those fists in. Yeah. And I had to grab your dick. It was a time. Let's just agree <laughs> that it was a time. I'm still talking about the match. Yeah. Oh, that was not the. After oh, that was a different yeah. occurrence. Different occurrence. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be mixed up there. Yeah. But you know the reason why I really liked that match, <laughs> and I really liked another match I had with you, yeah. which basically no one saw at the Hoos. All oh, right, with B Boy. We, we just yeah. no. It was just you and me in a singles. Do you remember? Oh that? yes, 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 yes. Sorry, so I was thinking about rock and roll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's because people might not realize this when they see you, but you're actually a versatile performer. Yeah. He's like Kai Drake himself can like. Be anywhere on the card. Yeah. Kai Drake is usually a very serious character. Yes. yes. It's usually you kick hard, you do the cool moves, mm-hmm. but I do lots of dumb stuff. And when you're out there with us, yeah. matching our stupidity, I think that says a lot about it's you. It's like, yeah, it's sort of like, it's just gonna, it's wrestling. It's wrestling, man. Exactly. Gonna, yeah, it's wrestling, it's the best. But there's something else I wanna bring up, yes. which I feel really guilty about. 
What's this? And this is something. Actually, you were at that. You were at this show. There was a wrestling Me, ghost show yeah. where Kai Drake debuted a new character. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the character was. I was the, in the audience for this. The yes. Asian tourist. I watched the like, Asian yeah, tourist. With Michael Spencer, yes. Yeah. That's, that's when you guys did the NXT uh, wave. <laughs> From the crowd. <laughs> on the, on the yeah. Snapchat, yeah. yeah. I remember it. that much. Instagram. Yeah. But I feel really guilty about that match because while we've had good matches and stuff, we were the first match on the card and we probably did like 10% wrestling and 9% stupid comedy. Bad place to put a comedy match, opener. First yeah. You need to, there's no point, sorry, if anyone out there is a booker. And this was a lesson <laughs> for me. That's where I, like, I do so much comedy wrestling, but that was the first time I did an opener. I realized, movie, yeah. like, man, you really got to do some actual wrestling. you got to set the tone for that as well. you got to yeah. set the tone for everything. Yeah, you else. have to give them a bit of wrestle wrestle before you can come along and fuck up the show with your silly. <laughs> that is, yeah. So you learned that day. I did, for sure. That you should have spoken up and been like, hey, this is not a good, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did later on, but I think we, so, I, I, liked the, I still like the match looking back though. It was, you know, it was I, yeah, it wasn't a bad match. I liked it. If it was on a different position in the card, I think it would have worked. But maybe if the audience isn't familiar with this character, which most of them probably aren't, yes. could you describe in a, in a politically correct way, could you please <laughs> describe this character? Well, in a politically correct way. Yeah. <laughs> that rolled right off the tongue. So, just imagine you go to Bondi Beach, right? Yep. And you look Have you been to Bondi Beach, Conco? David, have you? I have. You have? Yes. So I've got one of you calling me Conco, and the other one's calling me David. I feel like That's I've cool. got my mum here. <laughs> <laughs> so, imagine you go to Bondi Beach, right? And, um... You go for a nice swim, and then maybe maybe you see someone like getting saved by a lifeguard on the um, in the water. That's who the Asian tourist is. What? So you're <laughs> that's not politically correct. That's a bit politically correct. So you painting the picture of the character is that he he likes to drown. <laughs> yeah. Well, a little bit. Yeah, he loves to drown. He likes to touch water and drown. <laughs> my understanding of my understanding of the Asian tourist character was that he kind of like stumbles into the venue. Yeah. He doesn't really know where he is. He doesn't understand how to read his map because he's foreign. He wants to and try and he accidentally stumbles into the ring, and then he ends up having a match. Somehow gets into a match as well. Like he's trying to find the sort of Harbour Bridge as well. Like trying to find the Opera House. I think he tries to find the city, but somehow he ends up in Marion Community Centre. So. Yeah. It's quite away from the city. Quite quite far away. I feel so, really bad about this match. Not because it was a bad match, but because I think this character had so much potential. It still does. It's still it's, he's not But dead. I feel like this yes. match killed the character for you. Because really? you haven't that's the only time you've ever done it. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well I'm still working. Still mastered. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. It's still a work in progress though. Is it? Yeah, it's still a work in progress okay. for sure. Like it's still an alternative to Kai Drake for me at least. Like yeah, that's there is definitely something. There. something you does he have a name? He's just the tourist, man. I really, because you did that character a few times prior to that training shows, and I just, I really want, because like I said, you're a versatile performer. Oh. And I think that really showed how versatile you are. <laughs> you know what else has? What? Lucha Fantastica. Oh. oh. Right? Absolutely. Oh, Mr. El Chico Chico. Yes. The El Tequila. It's a good gig. All you're doing is throwing tequila down ladies' throats all night, is, isn't it? Is that a situation where you're <laughs> drinking cider tequila as well? Sorry? Yeah, of course I am, yeah. Because, look, I'm going to be honest. Before we recorded this podcast, I said, maybe we should ban Kai Drake from drinking. Oh, what? And then I saw you sing at a table with a jug of beer. Just because, you know, people don't make their best judgments when they're drinking. And sometimes when Kai Drake mm. has a few drinks, he picks up a steak with his bare hands sometimes and takes a bite into it. Sometimes they decided it's a communal steak. communal steak. Come on, that's what I meant now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like, El Chico Chico is just so fun to play. Like, it's not like, you had under a mask. Like, I've never been under a mask before as well. And it's like, you get so much freedom. It's like, it's you don't like, feel yeah. You don't truly feel it's, the consequences of your actions exactly. when you're wearing a mask. Mm. It's like, yeah, like, it's just so fun to just, you know, do whatever. Like, it's so easy to, like, do, like, it's helped me, like, build on Kai Drake as well in that sort of sense as well. Like, you can just be like have fun, and then everyone else will like have that same energy as well. Like, I love that. 
Absolutely. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's good. All right. You do like a drink, though. Yes, I do. Even though I wasn't sure if I should encourage it in this podcast. <laughs> do you remember a time in your life, like, what was, what's the most drunk you think you've ever been? Because I've seen you after a few drinks a couple of times. What do you mean? It's classic Kai Drake. Would, is there a situation in your life where you remember, like, oh, I had too, too much to drink that night? I think probably a certain engagement party, um, a, ba- a box party. An engagement box party? <laughs> Sorry, a box party. Hell? A box party. <laughs> two for one. Two. Two for one. Two birds, one, one, one that just rolled into the other. Yeah, the um, that one infamous uh, box party, which... Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, really, congrats. You're holding it together pretty well. Right. Is this your second... I think it's second drink. It's okay. not too bad. I'm, I'm happy with that. This is good. Wahlberg would say different, but I'm not a lightweight. <laughs> he talks a lot of shit. That's okay. He says a lot of mean things. Yeah. It's okay, you're a nice boy, Kai Drake. Oh. We're talking about Wrestling Go, and um, really, I think that's a place that's given you some of your biggest opportunities. Yeah, man. Like, Because you, people might not even realize, like, you wrestled Trent Seven at Wrestling Go. I did. Like, even before, like, so, like, even, like, as I was still building up as well, I was wrestling guys like Moretti and... Robbie like, Eagles. Robbie and yeah. And, like, I got the opportunity to wrestle Trent Seven, which was really good, as, like, which was really fun as well, like... Um, yeah, Wrestling Go was like a great sort of launching pad for me, I, I believe as well. Like, so like people could see like the p- potential of what I could do. People still talk about like what I like my old Wrestling Go stuff as well. It's like it's pretty like it's humbling to see, but like yeah, like it, Wrestling Go is just a great sort of platform though. Like not for, like for people that aren't on the regular sort of PWA. It's show. a true variety show, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. so much as well. Like you can do like comedy stuff and like. Like serious wrestle wrestles, like there's everything on there. Like it's it's really fun. I really enjoy my time there. It's cool to see that you've come back. Like since you since we uh killed the Asian tourist gimmick, you just <laughs> back to doing Kai Drake there. Yeah. Kai Drake's back. And there. I've already mentioned it to Conco, but like one of the reasons I wanted to get you on is because I think you're an unsung hero at PWA. Oh. And it's I don't think you always get the credit that you deserve. Oh really? So I'm just trying yeah, for sure. Uh but I did want to, look, you're quite a philosopher. Philosopher. I, yes. You know, you, you say some very profound things. Uh, one of my favorite Kai Drake quotes is, every car is a destination. True. That's, That's correct. Fact. Every At the car same is time. a destination. At every the same time. Have a think about it though, right? Like you, oh, Have a think about it, Conco. David. Like, it is. On the highways. On right? the highways. You're Have you ever been on a highway in your life, Conco? Yeah. You're all backed up in traffic, right? And there's like thousand cars on the highway but everyone in that car like is going somewhere at the same time and it's like you know whoa. what's crazy even the cars that are parked on the road on the side of the road maybe not in the middle of the road they have a destination whether that destination is exactly where they're parked or somewhere else that they're not even traveling to yet they're going somewhere they have a destination they all have like a focus and it's like at the same time it's like if everyone driving like sort of like stopped at the same like and didn't have a destination that'd be just still and it's like whoa it's crazy to think about isn't it I got another theory do you want to hear it I've come by recently another theory as well if you want to hear it sorry I've got another theory if you want to hear it as well yes I absolutely do want to hear it you don't know a person until like you've been in six car rides with them six 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 cool synchronized there so like recently this year like I've Got to know like Jess Troy better and um, Mercy or Sam better, and I truly believe like you don't know a person until you've been in six car rides with them because then you afterwards you can like sort of like where are you getting six from? I don't know. It's just it's six. It's the right number. Six it's, is the right number. The sometimes right you got to sometimes you sense the number. Like like I did those episodes uh, ago about the uh, the the gym rule about the change room. Eight seconds. Sometimes you the just know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's an impulsive thing. Yeah. Yeah. The rule of six, though, it's like, it's an enemy because, like, after the six rides, you don't care if they, like, sort of, like, stick up the car, like, with a fart or, like, you know what I mean? Like, or... Is Merch Girl Sam and Jess Troy, are they... They're comfortable they, now, like, I think so. They're comfortable farting in front of you? I think so, yeah. I think I've heard a, got a stick or two, but, yeah. Like, it's a rule <laughs> of six, though. Like, you can bond with anyone with a rule of six. It's insane. What else does a rule of six apply to 
No, just just meeting with people in car rides. Just car rides. Just car rides. Exclusively, exclusively car rides. Exclusively car rides. And, but we're talking also about car rides that go for like an hour plus. Yeah, an hour yeah. plus, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, an hour plus. Like. Okay, so if we're just driving down the street, if we did that six times, I might not know you so well by the end of those six trips. It's a long sort of car trip, so okay. yeah, it's a rule of six. It's like, gonna be long. Yeah. You're gonna have some girth, and you can open yourself up. Yeah. I did some preparation for this interview. Yes. And I hope you don't mind. Sure. I have some riddles. Yes. Because you have a very profound outlook on life. <laughs> and I want to hear your perspective. Sure. Are you are you keen? Yes. All right. You ready to go? Let's go. All right. I mean, if you have any answers to these riddles as well, Conco. That's fine. I'm just glad you're calling me Conco. <laughs> <laughs> we keep mentioning it and he keeps doing it. I know. I love it. Yeah. You can bleep it out and I don't post it. Bleep it out. It's all right. It's not really a work. mystery. No. Concrete Davidson. Exactly. All right. Are you ready, Kai Drake? All right, let's hear it. All right, here's the first riddle. What can be seen once in a minute, twice in a moment, and never in a thousand years? Once in a minute. Water? Water. Water? Water is his answer. Water. The answer is... A clock? The letter M. Once in a minute, twice in a moment, and never in a thousand years. Oh. It was a very sneaky riddle, wasn't it? I thought, like, because water, because you could see, like, water mostly everywhere in the sky and stuff and like that. You're right. right. Yeah. Actually, we did mention before how there's water all throughout our atmosphere. Yeah, so... Wait, so a riddle is like a fact, just said really annoyingly. <laughs> That's exactly what a riddle is. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm not alive, but I have five fingers. What am I? Mm, not alive. Not alive. You're not alive. But not I have five, five fingers. fingers. Your fish fingers, right? No, no, I'm a glove. But also, you're right. You could be fish fingers. You could be five fish fingers. Or you could be a dead person that still has hands. If you're a dead person well, and fish someone didn't cut your hands from your body, I mean, you could be a dead severed hand also. Well, I will go with anything other than glove because you could be fingerless gloves, wow. which don't have fingers. You're right. But they Spot are very on. cool. I was going to say fish fingers because you're five dead fish in like fried form. You just said... Fingerless gloves are very cool, yeah. which reminded me, I actually tweeted the other day when Kai Drake referred to the <laughs> Black Shirt Cool Group oh, as, yeah. the bullet sh as the Bullet Club Shirt Group. I liked it so much <laughs> I had to tweet it. Okay, you ready for the next riddle? Yes, let's hear. This one's deep. This one's a thinker. We kill and we give life. We are either poison or fruit. You choose. What are we? It's a Black Shirt Cool Group. That's exactly <laughs> what it is, baby. We're always killing it. We're giving life to these shows. Very fruitful. We're the, we're the fruit of the card. And we are, what was the other one? Poison? I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're just, a, we're like, a, we're a poison. <laughs> you know? A poison. <laughs> I like that one because the answer was words. Well, it really makes you think. I was going to say something else, but... What I, were you going to say? I don't think I should say it, though. Just say it. Come on, put it out there. I thought it was semen. Semen? What? I don't know. We kill? Because we kill, like, once... Like, this, what do you mean? Like, the semen doesn't survive. <laughs> no. It, but sometimes it does survive. Yeah, and then... It's fruitful. Yes. For some people. But it's poison for others. Correct, How's yeah. it, That's poison. Um, I guess it depends on how it tastes. Yeah, it's that's the... Wow. <laughs> This this is <laughs> what are this you been another episode what of are you Durelli. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> See, man, this is my my brain just goes like this is why we need to get Kai Drake on the brain show. Brain doesn't work. That's what <laughs> brain, that's it works. It's fine. It's, it's mushy. I got I got another one. This is this is a very famous one. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't, I don't really know the answer to this myself, but I want to put it on to you guys, our listeners as well. I want to hear your opinions. Yeah. If a tree falls and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Lucci does. What's that? I said Lucci does. Ah, very good. 
That's it. You heard it. Here first. Lucci makes a sound if he falls and no one's around to hear it. Because he's a human and he has feelings. I, I took that as he was saying that Lucci would hear it because he is in the forest. Well, I guess we can interpret things how he wants to, Conco. I have no idea what is happening right now. I'm still <laughs> blown away by his understanding of semen. The seaman. Seaman. <laughs> I, have, I have one more for you, Kai Drake. It's sure. Ethical Dilemma. Yes. Okay. An ED. This one might be familiar to you, Conco, and our listeners. Say some guy started going to a barber, and when he first started going to the barber, <laughs> he got haircuts for $12. <laughs> and then he kept going to the barber for several years. And then gradually the barber kept raising the price. So first he raises it to $14. And then he raises it to $15. And every time this customer hands the barber $20, he keeps getting back less and less change. And then one time he gets 18, he he has to pay $18 for this haircut. And then finally the barber just takes the $20 and doesn't give the guy any change. Who's wrong in this situation? Is it the barber or is it the customer? That's an eight dollar like a rise. Are you serious? Exactly. What's the deal with that? Jeez, that's high. That's robbery. He's robbing you. Like Ted said, he's robbing you. Like twenty dollars for a haircut. Is that unreasonable? I think twenty dollars about the going rate. Like that's steep. Wow. I just sort of get a blade and then just cut my head. (laughs) It just gets a blade. Yeah, just cut. Yeah, just (laughs) cut it like that. I thought this was a real ethical dilemma, but it turns out it's actually a really one-sided situation. That's it. Turns out I'm getting fucked. Have you caught him up on it? Are you saying like, oi? No, I didn't, because my barber is terrifying. Why, is he like an it's, old sort of... No, but you know, it's, very, it's a very vulnerable position to be in the barber chair, because they can make or break you. They can either give you a really good haircut or a really terrible one, and they can either charge you more than you usually pay for that haircut, or more than you usually pay for that haircut. <laughs> uh, look, I'd say just I'd yell at him. I'd be like, "Oi, you were twelve, now you're 20 Well, the other it. thing that's is, what, like, that's you what... pay off the haircut as well, so there's not much negotiating. Yeah, there is. Maybe I should negotiate before the haircut. No, you should do the Asian thing. Like, what we do is, like, if we want a bargain, we say cheap, please. Like, cheap, we, please. Yeah, please. Like, cheap, like, you know, cheaper. Like, does that have a high success rate? Oh yeah, it does. If you like say the right, like, you like. Look in the eye and like tell him, yeah, for sure. It always works. Wow, always works. Always works for me. Most of the time. (laughs) Good life advice by Kai Drake. Where are the best bargains at, Kai Drake? For I'd say TK Maxx for clothes. They're fantastic. Wow. TK Maxx, man. Like TK Maxx. They're goods. Like my mum, like I always go with my mum and stuff, and like it's it's the best. Like you get like ten dollars shirts and stuff. That's like, great. Yeah. That's a very affordable price for a shirt. Would you not agree, Conco? I agree. How I much agree. did you pay for that shirt? How much did I pay for this one? Yeah. I think I paid about 10 I think this was like a cotton on two-for-one kind of thing. That's the yeah. goods, man. So you can also go to cotton on if you want $10 shirts. Yeah. Good hats as well and beanies. I love my beanies. What's that, sorry? I love my beanies. He loves beanies. Yes. They're especially great in the winter, so they'll be useful coming up. They keep your head very, very warm. Yeah. Do you have any final words? Do you have anything? <laughs> Before we kill you? <laughs> Before you kill me? What do you mean? Uh, he's never he's never asked that of a guest before. Just, do you have any final words? Uh, You've lived a life, and now it's time that it ends. This is we've come to the end of the line. So, uh, yeah. Maybe do you have some uh, social media handles you want to plug? Yeah, some at Kydre Pro on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram as well. I haven't um, been active uh, lately because, um, so last month my grandma passed away, so that's why I haven't like been at some shows recently. Um, that's not that's not well aware, but I just want to tell sort of... Uh, I'm sorry to hear, man. Yeah, it's okay. And, um, yeah, she was like 90 years old, um, and we were in the hospital with her every day, so... I've been on recent. I haven't been on shows recently because of that. Because I like prior. You disappeared from training for a little bit, but it's good to have you back. It's yeah, good man. to see you in high spirits again, and I guess that just speaks highly of the kind of environment we're in. Exactly. The people are around. Yeah. It really is a great atmosphere to be in, and everyone really does bring each other up and push each other to their limits. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, like um, Robbie says it all the time. Like uh, high tide rises all the boats. So yeah, like it's really brought my spirits up being back um, in the last two weeks and stuff. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good for my spirit. For sure, man. Thank you for being on Conco and the Fudge. No worries. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's our first mystery guest.
who could it be now? Hey, you know what? We might as well just wrap this up. We should, right? Do you, we, have, do you want to plug our we, socials? We would just do the outros without him. We might as well. So, uh, you know, my socials are uh, at Dave Concrete on Instagram, at Strong Concrete Facebook and Twitter. Conco and the Fudge is our Facebook page. It sure is. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ButtPuncher underscore and Facebook at the ButtPuncher. Kai Drake knows what that feels like firsthand. Mm-hmm. I've punched his keister plenty of times. You can get our, uh, you can get to our socials by going to concoandthefudge.com. Go to the host section. We'll take you directly there. Absolutely, Ken. One request for mm. the post-editing of this podcast. Yes. In the transition between our introduction and the uh, the beginning of the interview, can you play "Who Can It Be Now" by Men at Work? We, I was talking to you earlier about how amusing I find that song. It's hilarious. Just it's a, one of the most unintentionally hilarious songs I've ever heard. It's, it's terrible. Me and Ricky South have had plenty of road trips where we pondered how great of a theme song it would be. And the Titantron <laughs> would literally be just some guy continually shrugging, just looking <laughs> like he doesn't know what's going on. Kai Drake, we have a bit of tradition how we uh, like to end these episodes every podcast you want you can jump in with us yeah, i'd be glad to usually uh we like to raise a glass and do a bit of a toast mm. i know you like arrested development i don't know if you like seinfeld but you better like seinfeld right now well conquer yeah well kai drake yes here's to feeling good all the time Clink. Who can it be now? Do, 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 do. <laughs>